food I have eaten. Well, believe it or not, we were passing outside of El Paso, Texas and just came up this little hole in the wall. And of course, that's the best food anyway. Absolutely. And um, we didn't know there was going to be any food anywhere else, so we stopped at this hole in the wall because GPS said there's nothing. So, okay, yeah. so we stopped outside of El Paso, Texas. And it was a gas station, but there was a restaurant beside it. We go in and she don't take anything but cash. Yeah. She serves you canned drinks. Mm-hmm. She brings, she opens up a bag of uh, chips, and this is your chips, and brings out the sauce and says it's got a little kick to it. Well, it had a little kick to it. It lit <laughs> both me and Amy up. Uh, but the food was great. Yeah. The food was absolutely wonderful. I think it was called Angie's Place oh. or something, but a little Mexican spot, I'm guessing. Little, little yeah. tiny Mexican American spot. Yeah. Had a little bit, and the locals come in and. Filled the place up, and they talked to us forever. Yeah. But uh, that was a trip. That was a real trip. But uh, the salsa was very spicy. <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't give you the gringo salsa. No, they did not. Yeah, they she, gotcha. she she did not take care of us. <laughs> <laughs> she was just like, I bet this guy looks like he can take it. And yeah. Wow. Like, <laughs> Never sold it. <laughs> I got that. I got that. Well, welcome to the Blank Show, and each week we uh, are trying to fill in the blank. And today I am with David Woolbright. Um, and the blank we're going to be looking at filling out was kind of every time I think about David, I go, he's a guy who's willing to do it pretty much anything. And so I remember one of the first times, like, you and I kind of had a conversation. I put out in an email, like, or on a Facebook message, hey, is anybody interested in doing the commercial for kids? <laughs> and I was like, and you were one of the people who was like, yeah, man, I'll do it. And you came in, and I remember thinking, surely, like, I don't know how far I can post this, but let's just see. <laughs> and it was, a, it was for WD-40. Yes. And we and I was like, hey, can you take this bottle of glue, and can you spray it all in your hand? <laughs> and you were like, yeah, man, no problem. <laughs> like, didn't even bat an eye. We're just like, yep, yep, let's do it. Do you want like the whole bottle, half the bottle, a quarter of the bottle? And I was just like, oh, okay, man, let's like, let's let's do it. But yeah, you're kind of one of those guys to me who, to me, has always been just willing to kind of even when we go. A little farther past that in BBS, I was like, hey, do you want to do uh, kids worship? And you were like, yeah, I'll do that. And I was like, you just need to be crazy, energetic. And now you're a guy, every time we have like a baptism, I always <laughs> go, we have to make sure David Woolbright can be there. <laughs> because I'm like, you're the guy here in the back who's like, woo! Like, me. super excited. That's and, me. And so now you're like, I feel like you have like a Facebook job. You know, <laughs> I do. Like, it's one of those jobs like you see NASA's trying to hire people to like sleep and I go so <laughs> That's me. <laughs> so I'm like you have this like weird mystery kind of a job that I'm like, surely that's not really like a real job, but tell us about uh tell us about your job. What what are oh you my doing goodness. now? Um my job is uh I'd never heard of it before. <laughs> Never in my life had I dreamed somebody would pay me to go handle puppies. I get to go to um, places I've never been. Uh, what I do is I deliver puppies for a, a company out of South Carolina. And we get to take care of the puppies. We usually get them for, it, it may take us a week to a week and a half to deliver the puppies. So we get to take care of the puppies um, all throughout that week or week and a half. They're with us on the road. 
and every one of them is different. Everyone's got a personality. Uh, you got your climbers that like to climb out of anything you put them in, and uh, you got the bosses, the ones yeah. that know. I've, we had the tiniest little puppy we had a couple of weeks ago. Sees the water bowl that we're feeding them all out of, and just said, "Well, that's mine." He starts dragging it off with him. <laughs> uh, and you've got your different leaders, but uh, my family gets to do it with me. That's yeah. the biggest thing with me because when I took this job, I really was concerned I wouldn't see my kids or my right. wife. And Amy decided she's going to do it with me. Yeah. And we took our kids out of public school and, and put them in homeschool, and so they're going with us. I bought a passenger van, <laughs> took all the seats out, so now I have room for the puppies. Uh, but this is one of the coolest things I've ever done. Yeah. And it was a total step out on faith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you were, uh, I remember us discussing, and we met for lunch, and we were talking about, like, you taking on this job, and I was like, and kind of everybody, I'm like, even when I talk to people at, at church, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's delivering puppies. And they're like, well, wait, like, he had this really good job right. with uh, Michelin. Right. And I was like, and so tell us a bit about, like, a, like, you're a willing guy. Right. And I know you were willing to, like, take some chances. But obviously, like, there's some nervousness and things about, some, how did you navigate giving up? like such a secure job with benefits and with everything else that you've been at for sure. you know years and years to go and <laughs> be well, willing to go deliver puppies. Well really and I will say nothing bad about Michelin. They were great to me. They took care of my dad. My dad retired there after 30 years. Uh, I was there for nearly 13. I appreciate everything Michelin did for me. Um, I did near about every job at Michelin too. I was a supervisor. I was a tire builder. Um, quality technician. I even handled anything that uh, might have been malformed. Uh, not that we ever had that issue, but if it did get out, I probably had something to do with getting it back or taking care of it. Um, it was a great job, and I really appreciate it, and I will never say nothing bad about it. Yeah. But it got to be to the point to where it was a job, and it and everything's a job. Everybody's got something they don't enjoy doing. Um, and it got to the point to where it was kind of over my head. I was getting these positions to where, yeah, I had worked my way up, but I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, half the time, it's like, well, we need to do this on, we need to make this report, and it needs to be here by tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. And I was really to the point to where, like I said, I felt like I was over my head. Yeah. And I was at a funeral. And one of the last straws was I got a call because I was on call 24-7. I got a call about blocking tires. And um, I realized I couldn't even go to a funeral without being called yeah. to work. And uh, as I'm leading Amazing Grace, right before I get to Leading Amazing Grace, I get the, get the call to block tires. And, that was, and just so happened I run into the guy that I'm working with now. And I asked him, I said, where are you pacing? You're posting all these beautiful pictures where yeah. you're at everywhere. And he told me what he was doing. He said he needed help. And so I prayed on it. I asked for people here at the church to pray on it for me. I asked for my family. And, and it, we prayed on it for a while. And it was a tough, it was the scariest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Absolute scariest thing I've ever done. Um, and as soon as I made the decision, me and Amy prayed on it together, she decided she wanted to do it too. Yeah. Well, that kind of took a lot of the anxiety out for me. In fact, when we decided we were going to do it, the fear was gone. 
the anxiety was gone. Um, I did a trial run with the guy and I loved it. It was absolutely awesome. The only thing I didn't like was not seeing my family and my kids. Right. We were gone for like nine or ten days, and um, but all through that, all through that, God took the anxiety away. Oh, I had no fear. I'm not a worrier normally. Right. I don't worry about too much, and my entire life, God has shown me that, hey, this is what you need to do. Don't worry about how it's going to happen. I'll take care of it. And even when I did worry about it, He came through every time. Every time he was faithful. Yeah. And I try not to be a worrier. Now, there's occasionally times we all worry about something. <laughs> Absolutely. But that's not in my nature. And my job previously had me worrying more than I ever worried. Yeah. I don't worry about too much with this job. It's a puppy. <laughs> I mean, you can't go, let them love on you. You can't yeah. go wrong, right? Um, but he kept providing ways for me to do this job. Yeah. I was worried about the insurance. I've talked to you about insurance. Yep. Um, got it easily. Had no problem getting insurance through whatever way we got it. And 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 that was a big concern of mine. Right. Because, you know, where I'm set with a job with benefits, I have right. retirement and everything else. Well, now it's on me. <laughs> I'm an independent contractor yep. and it's on me. Yep. And I don't have a clue. But it was so easy. And then I had a car that I was underneath. Um, financially, yep. And we needed we needed a bigger vehicle to halt to, to to carry the the animals around, right? And he made a way for us to have the money to actually trade that vehicle in, put a down payment on a nice fifteen passenger van, yeah. And uh, it's just he's worked everything out, yeah. And he always works everything out. It, it's been that way my whole life. Even I've never had a lowered paying job. I've always worked my way up. You know, I started waiting tables at at, uh, at 18 at Pizza Hut, waiting yeah. tables. I mean, I was at Goodrich making 30-something an hour at some point when I left this one. Right. So God's always been good. He's always provided. Yeah. Talk about, you, you know, now that Amy's kind of, uh, like, from even when we kind of early discussed this, you just you and I, um she always seemed to kind of be on board. And so how are you and Amy able to like kind of come together and, and make this decision to not only like anytime you pull your kids out of school, like that's, that's a scary time, especially, yeah. you know, you got uh, Austin who's in high school now. Right. And so, you know, high school's a, a pretty popular time. And so uh, how did you kind of navigate that with your family and get them almost on board and I'm sure they're excited. I mean, they get to play with puppies too, so. <laughs> that was another scary thing because when I brought it up, it was the opposite of what I thought it would be. Yeah. Allie, who I figured would want to stay in school, um, who has a bazillion friends, who yeah. makes a friend with anybody that walks by, it's her new best friend. She was ready to go to homeschooling. Yeah. And my son, who I figured, he'd be ready to get out of school and then come on with us. Well, he's he's an advanced class and everything else, and he really didn't want to do it. Yeah. And it took a little while to convince him because I wasn't going to make him get out of school. Right. It was I was going to let him stay with my mom or or Amy's mom, and um, I prayed on it. I, I, me and Amy both prayed on it because, like I said, I didn't want to make him go on the road with right. us. And uh, it was tearing me up. It was absolutely eating my heart up, knowing that my son was going to be at home while we were on the road, and seeing things that he would never probably get to see. Right. Uh, finally, 
the day we go to take my daughter out of school, he tells us, you know, I'd like to come with y'all too, which was amazing. Yeah. I mean, first off, when Amy agreed to do it, that blew me away because I've always called Amy kind of my conscience, you know. She <laughs> hey, David, hold back, you know, we got to think about this. Well, she was all for it, you yeah. know, and that kind of, that was a godsend in and of itself because if she had been against it, I'd be, I'd be still at Michelin. Right. And, um, when my son finally said he wanted to do it, and we actually went on a trip a couple of weeks ago with him and Allie, they stayed this last go round, but uh, we had a ball, and I yeah. was so thankful. And I think God worked on him to come with us. Yeah, I and thinking about taking like just my kid, I, my wife's a teacher, and mm-hmm. so like thinking about taking your kids, we kind of had to navigate. Do we move to Alabama? Do we stay in Texas? And so even then, like, taking our kids out of school is, like, almost a sad moment. It is. You know, because it is. they've grown to love their teachers, and they really, you know, we really like the schools, and then you're coming to kind of this mystery. And so homeschooling, you know, I'm assuming you guys have never done, like, the homeschooling. No, we have never in done the it. past. And so how is how are you guys able to manage homeschooling and puppies and constant road time and <laughs> believe it or not Austin really surprised me because he's a self-motivator yeah he goes and he'll try to do double lessons every day now I have to kind of stay on her a little more because she needs a little more work right and they're not really having that much problem with it but like I said Austin surprised me because yeah. he's trying to double up and get ahead I'm so proud of that I mean that's like yeah. daddy yeah that's my baby <laughs> Because when I finished when I finished college here, that was my idea. Since we had online, they finally did online classes many yeah. years ago. That's how I met Amy. Even though we didn't, that didn't when we started going out. Uh, I would go in the online class and I'd do all my work for the semester and be done until time for the test. So I saw my son doing it too. I was like so proud. <laughs> but uh, really, it's not that bad. We yeah. got them both tablets so we can do it on the road. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm very proud of both of them. Yeah. Being out on the road and let's think about uh, like your kind of all the experiences you get to experience now. Right. Like I feel like I remember kind of tracking you on Facebook the very first trip you went and I was like, oh, he's like in Louisiana. And then all of a sudden you were like in Austin and then it was like Nevada and California. Yes. And I'm like, golly, that's a lot of road time. We're moving. And you're just humming through. Yeah. And I'm like, so when it comes to like, do you get, are you, do you get to actually experience anything when you're in the towns and do that? Is there anything that you were like, I don't know, again, when, you know, when you think about David, you want to go, he's, he's a willing guy. And are there any times where you're like, uh, I'm probably not willing to do that one. <laughs> so is there, is there anything out on the road that you've gone and you've been like, man, this has been the best experience. And then maybe one that you'd say, uh, I'm really willing to do that. One. So. <laughs> well, we had a, well, my, one of the best experiences was I was born in South Dakota. But, okay. yeah, my dad was uh, stationed at Ellsworth Air Force Base. Okay, yep. And uh, I got to drive through South Dakota on my first trip with my, my buddy, but I didn't get to stop or do anything. And I really wanted to see Mount Rushmore, which is just not far from Ellsworth Air Force Base. So Amy and I, was in South Dakota this last time, so we got to stop and get a hotel room, and and uh, only had one puppy with me at the time, so uh, 
got to go see Mount Rushmore. Yeah. I got to go see Ellsworth Air Force Base. I got to see all the places I always wanted to see. I, I was born there, but I don't remember it, obviously. Because right. uh, as soon as we, he got out of the, uh, the service, the military, we moved back to Louisiana and then Alabama, where he was from. So that was one of the best. I don't know if there's much that I haven't enjoyed. Um, possibly driving through Wyoming with all the snow on the ground. It was gorgeous. Yeah. Absolutely the most beautiful drive. But you're seeing one thing the whole time and you're just about as sleepy as you can get. Yeah. Uh, I had to pass off to Amy at one point during that drive and I think Wyoming was about the longest state we drove through. <laughs> <laughs> Surpassing Texas by yeah. all means. So I don't know, there may be more to see in Texas. Yeah. But uh, it was absolutely gorgeous. I, that may be the only, so far that's one of the, the, the only parts I didn't really like. That was kind of one of the, yeah, driving through snow, you know, you know <laughs> being in the south, you don't really experience a whole lot of snow. Not a real issue we have. And so that's that was always like, yeah, everybody likes to freak out in, in Texas and even in Alabama. <laughs> oh, yeah. About, you know, oh, gosh, there's some ice on the ground. And I'm like, well, if you start going around and you start really looking at people's tires, I'm like, in Texas, like, we hardly ever, like, replaced our tires. Well, they didn't understand what I was doing in Wyoming when I stopped and grabbed all the bread and meal. They were, like, really confused. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, it just, I just feel like it's I have to natural. do this. Like, you've got <laughs> Cleaned I off your go this. Like, Absolutely. Everything's going to get shut down. And so, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I, I always kind of laugh about that. But, yeah, I always look at it and I go, <laughs> when I worked at the church in Texas, there was me and one other guy, and we always... Uh, we always parked next to each other because it made our tires look better. Because oh. like, they were both so, and it made me go, uh, his were always just a hair worse than mine. <laughs> and so I could always go, I don't need to replace <coughs> my tires yet because Travis hasn't done it. And then, <laughs> and then he rolled in one day with his tires like new, and I was like, oh, you jerk. <laughs> like, and I was like, I, I was feeling good about it until like right now. Right. Like, and now I feel like I'm putting everybody in danger when I'm on the road. But, yeah, driving through snow, man, I, that's, a, uh, that's a different animal. Yeah, I still haven't bought any snow chains yet, but it's coming. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we don't get much practice out here. Yeah, no, <laughs> honestly. And that's going to be another thing you're just going to have to figure out how to navigate. Yeah. And I'm like, even when you're, I wouldn't even know, like, at, at what point do you say, oh, it's time to put snow chains on. I don't know. You know um, I, most of the mountains will tell you, is they'll give you a pull off and say, put on your snow chains here. When you go up oh, the wow. mountains and the okay. Rockies, yeah. um, and that's another thing I never dreamed, just how beautiful the West is. Yeah, I, I mean, I grew up here and I've been up the East Coast mm-hmm. on my whole life in Gatlinburg, and it's beautiful, and there's no doubt. But yeah. uh, I'd never seen Colorado. All you ever see of Colorado is this craggly looking mountain. Yep, just nasty looking thing. Well, when I got there, it was it was beautiful. Yeah, it was absolutely. It wasn't a craggly mountain. It was forest and, and mm-hmm. nature and absolutely awesome, but it's not what they show you. Yeah, I got to do a wedding in Colorado mm. that was at, at this hot spring resort, and I wow. was like, I would come back here in a heartbeat. Like, it was awesome to do. They had different varying degrees of, like, you know, here's your, like, really hot yes. water, and then and then they had, like, the natural creek-fed water that was at <laughs> normal temperature that felt like it was below zero, but... Yeah, I was like, that's just Colorado. <laughs> I've been I've been to Colorado now twice that's awesome. for two different weddings, and both of them I was like, they have some of the greenest grass, and so not that grass, but like greenest grass. Yes, and I'm always <laughs> like, 
Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm impressed with how, like... It's amazing. It, that's the thing, I, and, you know, you know you're, like, old when you're, like, I don't want that St. Augustine stuff. Like, I want to see some other... And looking at people's lawns and how green, green grass is. That's one of the other things we noticed about Alabama. They got so much rain here that everything was green. You know, when mm. we had moved, it had been, probably been about... 60 days since we had seen rain wow and so and we got here and it rained for like 10 days straight and i'm like everything's so green <laughs> like but that's kind of like i don't know that's just how we looked at it and i was like i like living in alabama because i'm like everything's like it's pretty down here even when people come to visit they're like you know when you say tuscaloosa and alabama people are like Meh. and then they <laughs> yeah. get here and they're like wow it's really pretty and i'm like <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what to tell you, but yeah. I've got a, I've got a really good friend who lives in Colorado, and I talk to him once twice a week. And I always teased him. I said, because when it, when I think of Colorado, I think of cold. Yeah, you know, it's just absolutely Alabama, Colorado, different. And I would always tease him. I said, you know, he, he would say something about where he's at and what's going on. I say, you don't have to worry about that in Alabama. You just need yeah. to move to Alabama. He's like, no, it's so beautiful up here. Yeah, and I always tease him, and he he put then, he kind of he didn't really say nothing, but. You got there. And I, like, I got there, and I, I was like, "Well, he's kind of right." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a. Uh, it's Colorado's been a state that Claire and I like. When we were talking about moving, we put together like a list of like uh, ten areas we would move to, and Colorado made that list. And so mm-hmm. I was like, "I'd move to Colorado." Like, yes, that, that'd be a cool, a cool spot. But then we ended up in Northport, Alabama. So, Duh. You know, so just <laughs> Number one. Always, it seems like it's always under construction. So, <laughs> it has been for the last how, 20 years. How is the construction in the rest of the country? Well, if you make you feel better, Tuscaloosa and Alabama is not the only place. <laughs> Especially when Google doesn't know it. It's way more fun when Google doesn't know there's construction coming up. Oh, gosh. And your GPS decides to reroute you, and you're like, I can't go that way. Uh, you just take me off a cliff. So that's fun. I was driving through uh, Utah, I think, or maybe New Mexico, coming back home the first trip with Amy and the kids. And all of a sudden, Google tells me to take a right, and there's no right. There is <laughs> nothing. And... And all of a sudden, it starts recalculating and added like 13 hours to my truck. I said, this is not right. What is going on? So, uh, yeah, Tuscaloosa isn't the only place if it, if it makes you feel better. I, I, <laughs> guess, I guess a lot of times you're like, I just need, I know I need to either head north or like northeast. Right. Like, as long as I'm he- heading east or I'm heading west or northwest <laughs> or whatever, like I'm probably going in at least the general direction. Okay, yeah. So. <laughs> It'll recalculate until it figures it out. You feel like you know, like, are there any states you're hoping to get to visit that you haven't gotten the chance to yet? Well, I haven't been, I have been to, I was in, I went to New York when I was in college, mm-hmm. years and years ago before I had a family and just me. I'd like to get there and, and see it. Yeah. Um, uh, some more of the, Midwestern states, I haven't been to many of those yet, or even really much of the north. I haven't yeah. seen much north. I, I want to see them all. Yeah. Let me go. <laughs> you, mean, you would hit all 50, or, hit just, all 50. or just the 48s? Well, if I could figure out how to drive to Hawaii, I guess I could do that too. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see them all actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, we talked about possibly getting a route maybe once or twice a year to Alaska. 
yeah. which would be really awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hit up Canada and. Yes, I'd Canada. love to make the. Can- I'd like to be in Canada. Yeah. Yeah, I always like Claire and I. Now that we're, now that we're in Alabama, we're all like, like in Texas, everything you you'd look at everything in terms of hours, like traveling. And so mm, oh yeah. Like, in College Station, where we were living, to go visit my parents in Dallas, we're like, oh, that's a three-hour drive. And now I go, three-hour drive for us is like, we can go to like Nashville or we can yes. go to like Atlanta. And oh I'm yeah. Like, you know, that's just a, throughout state. Yeah. Yeah, and, I'm, and so you know we we have talked about. Now that we're over here, I'm like, let's just take the opportunity to head more. Yeah. And I'm like, I think the last time I looked, like, we looked at driving up to Vancouver, and oh, I was wow. like, it's only like an 18 or 19 hour drive, and I'm like, that's nothing. That's crazy. Isn't yeah. Because your mind thinks like that. Yeah. We always, we would always plan, we've been to Disney twice. Yeah. And that's a massive trip. It's like, oh, yeah. nine, 12 hour drive. And my kids are like, Ain't nothing now. Yeah. My kids say that. It's like, well, all right then. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's nothing. I do want to, t- I, that says something I want to talk about. Like, in your jobs previously, mm-hmm. do you feel like God had, you know, me, I'm like, I, for my job in ministry, I went, I worked in retail previously, and then I worked in auditing for a shipping company. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know how, but yeah, I get those things where I go, those, me getting those jobs was absolutely random, but I feel like it was something that God like, hey, you need to do this before you do this because I'm preparing you to do this and you need to take these steps to get there. And so kind of, you know, going from your jobs, is that something? I'm not sure if necessarily from the jobs. Um, that's a great question. Uh I started out waiting tables for at two dollars an hour, so <laughs> I have made the lowest you can make near yeah. about, you know. Um, I don't love everything, and I think. Well, even life experience. Well, yeah, I think more of the life experiences in the last couple of years. For some reason, I have been hooked on just watching people travel. I would because I wanted to do it. I think it's just my daddy was the same way. My daddy, when he would. When he would get his time off, we'd be gone. We yeah. were never at home. Uh, we we might be in Gatlinburg. We might be in Louisiana. We might be wherever. And I think that's a little bit of what's in me. But really, I think God's preparing me for the last couple of years to do this because I would watch these people travel. I'd watch for like tricks on how they would do stuff. What um, what do you do when you're tired and you're on the road? You know, I would look that up and and I had no reason to. Yeah. I had no. No amount of thinking that I'd be on the road, you know, now. Yeah. I, I quit. When I quit Michelin, Biff Goodrich, it was two days before my 44th birthday, which is wall. Yeah. You know, and then Amy's 38th birthday, we were on the road this past Monday and never dreamed. Yeah. Never dreamed. But yeah, I think God was preparing us because... Occasionally, I would have to watch that traveling crap with me, too. They'd get bored <laughs> with it. Daddy's watching another YouTube video about traveling. But I really think God puts that yearning in you. and says he will give you the desires of your heart. Yeah. And that's been a desire of my heart. Now, where, you go, where we go with this, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, it <laughs> seems like you stick around your jobs for a while. So maybe this usually do. Kind of like the career ender for you and it'll be one of those ones you just say when I'm ready to be done and I don't even know like looking at 
driving around and delivering puppies. I'm like, I feel like you can do that into your like nineties. And you might be able to, you yeah. Know? And I just go, yeah. Maybe maybe that's what I don't know. I always go. I I can't imagine giving up a job after 13 years, and and taking the leap of faith that you did. Like, talk about scary moments. Mm -hmm. You know, regardless of how you feel about it, and you you know you always want to champion faith, and you always want to say like, you know, but faith, and it's a scary thing, and it's a scary thing when you start going. Uh, like, do I give this up to do this? And like, I feel like God's really telling me I'm supposed to go, but am I just being like an idiot? Am I? Well, it, is it just gas in my tummy, or yeah. is it actually like, you know, it's not. A, I, I always wish we had the burning bush. And so, like, okay, <laughs> for sure. Great. Like, here we go. what you want. Yeah, it's great. And then when you when you're going to make the decision, you've got everybody else that's in your job and doing the same. Yeah. Thing like, man, you, you don't want to do this. This is not something you want to do. This is this is scary. I would never do it, you know. And, yeah. And so, yeah, it, it's but you got to make your decision for your family. And that's, yeah. That's scary it. leap of faith, and I just you're a guy that I feel like <laughs> is a leap of faith taker, and so man, never have been before. Man, but this is something new. <laughs> good for you. I, I I don't know how you do it. I. I Faith is always one of those, like, I'm like, can, right. I, can it not be so scary? Right. Like, but, you know, that's life, I guess. <laughs> so, in the show, I always want to talk about, like, probably the most important part to me is always going to be those God moments. And so, when you're talking about your job, and I feel like from hearing you tell your story and talk about it, I go, oh, like, that's probably a God moment, that's probably a God moment, that's a God moment. And so, tell us about, like, one or two times that you just had, you know, for me, when I when I say a God moment, it's, I know, like, God's there, you know, it's the arm, the hair's raising on my arms, mm -hmm. or, you know, it's a sudden calmness and a sudden peace, and just knowing, like, hey, God's telling me either to do this or not do this, or, like, I know his presence, I'm feeling his presence, and so... When it you know, when it comes to your job, maybe in the last six weeks or six months or something, what what were some of those God moments that a helped to lead you up into this transition, and maybe that you had um, while you're at the job? Well, the first one, I believe, was uh, at the funeral when I when I talked to my buddy about doing this job. It was God's always there at the right time. Yeah, and it was after the right time. I was at my wit's end. And when he brought this up to me about doing this with him, it was like, okay, you know, maybe this is something I need to look into. And it was, I met with him a couple times and and, and whatnot and, and enjoyed it. But that was kind of the inkling. That was like yeah. the start. That was, hey, I got something over here for you to do. Hey, yeah. God, God's like, you know, you don't have to be stuck where you're at. You don't have to be. And there's still a bunch of nerves in that. Yeah. And so I brought it to our Sons of Thunder group and yeah. we prayed over it. And, and my gosh, I can't thank um, Tim and, and, and Tony and, and so many people in that group that were there praying for me and, and Phil Duke and you. And that 
helped me make my decision. Yeah. Um, some people were against it, and then I understood what they were saying, and, and I'm not going to shun them for it because they were looking out for me. Right. They were looking out for my family, and I, I, I'm in such gratitude to everyone at this church, Rob Moore, um, Rob Stringfella. Yeah. Uh, I can't lame them all. Yeah. Ernie Miller. Gosh almighty, this, this whole church... When they prayed for it, I could feel God leading me in the right direction. Yeah, I could absolutely feel it. And and the more Amy and I talked about it, we prayed at the altar for it. Yeah. Um, and I didn't just pray for, hey, God, give me this job. Yeah. I prayed, God, may, let me make the right decision for me and my family right. and for what you want. Um, and then in one of the, in the first trip that uh, me and Shane went on, he's my buddy that we're doing the job with, we delivered a puppy to a house, to a house in Washington up on a beautiful mountainside hill looking over the ocean and the we were living to a pastor's house and we come to find out the daughter was struggling with her faith and Shane and I both had a chance to witness to her and, yeah. and even the mother was really struggling with the daughter it was a family issue and we had the chance to witness to this girl and and even up until a couple weeks ago, we were getting texts from the mother thanking us for just giving our side, our story, yeah. and what we had been through, and what we, had, you know, what we had witnessed from God, and that was like that was a moment like I can share my faith in Tuscaloosa, yeah, or I can share my faith wherever I'm at. It's an awesome way to be because we spend most of our trip in California. Yeah. Hello, <laughs> Mission Field, much. <laughs> um, that the it's there it's right yeah and i know that there's a lot going on in california with fires and everything else and there's a chance for god to really move wherever we're at right but um hello there's a nation in need and i'm not i may not be the person for it yeah. but hey i'm willing let's go yeah. let's do it that always made you know i heard of can't remember who I had heard it from, but they always told they told this story about uh, they had an uncle that was on the mission field, and they were like, you know, hey, how many people have you led to Christ? And you know, he sat there and he was thinking about it, and he goes one, mm-hmm. and he's like, and they're like, so, but you spent you know twenty five years in the mission field, like, and and you only led one guy to Christ, and he was like, yeah, well, that one guy only led like. A million people, and so <laughs> you were like, "Yeah, that's crazy." And so I, anybody who's like you, I'm like, "Man, you get a chance to kind of live out the gospel and like <clears throat> go out there and and yeah. spread the good news." And I'm like, "You're you're like the shepherds who are like come and see." You know, we're in the December coming up into the December time right. frame, and you know, obviously that's a, a fresh story on my mind. We've been working on that a lot lately, and so <laughs> you know, you're like the shepherds who like come see Jesus and they're like hey guys like let me, let me see let me tell you about what I saw and like, that's right that's, what what a cool opportunity for you <coughs> so wow like glad to hear you're doing so well and excited to know that you've been having a blast and man how about uh I always like to ask is there like a a Facebook or anything people can kind of follow you with? Are you are you wanting to put that out? or uh, Just David Woolbright at Facebook. Uh, David Woolbright on Facebook. He likes to it. post some, some great <laughs> pictures of 
I saw Mount Rushmore and you and Amy there, and so yeah. I like I always have a fun time kind of seeing like trying to figure out what route you're taking mm. and just going. I feel like you were just in like I don't know South Dakota, and now you're in California. I'm like, did you just shoot straight north, take a left, <laughs> and he's coming south? I, and yeah, we shot up through when we went through California. We went through Washington or Oregon and Washington yeah. as well because we had deliveries in both of those states and. We actually met a driver with more puppies for us to deliver to take back through California, yeah, through Arizona and California. So, uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I always look at it, I mean, and I'm like, it's like you're zigzagging across, and I'm like, I'm sure there's a method to the madness, but sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> uh, my favorite part, maybe going through Oregon because you can't pump your own gas in Oregon. And when it's 20 below zero, I don't want to pump yeah, my own gas yeah, like, I, don't, I don't want to get out anyway. Is that uh, Are there some weird state things that you've come across? That's that what like? Well, <laughs> like I said, in Oregon, you can't pump your own gas. It's illegal. And also, there's a sign on the pumps that says, do not top off your gas. And I had to ask him what that meant. So, so if, you're, if your gas pump stops at whatever, yeah. don't try to get up to that next dollar because right. they'll put you in jail. Just, all right then just, just how they do things it's how they do it yes sir well david man it's been a, a blast talking to you thanks for coming on the show and i guess next time you're on a road trip maybe you can hear yourself talk <laughs> they'll turn it off <laughs> thanks again man thank you man You've reached the end of another episode of The Blank Show. Make sure you guys check us out at TWCCAlabama.com. And don't forget to check out next week as we fill in another blank.